Hello everyone and welcome to episode 61 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Chocolate Bear, and today my co-hosts are Chaotic, Satin and Gaze, and Super Catrix. Hello. Hello. As everyone can tell, Risky and Moose are still not here. They are sunning themselves, kind of, in a faraway place in America. Um, so it's us three again. Um, I'm sure Chaotic and Kate, you just didn't leave the room last time. You've just been stuck in this recording studio for the last week, haven't you? Pretty much. I've just been getting like food and drink provided to me, just waiting. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad we're keeping you fed and watered. Okay, let's get straight into the games. Kate, I see that you've been dabbling in Supermarket Shriek. Tell us uh, more about it. Yeah, um, so I thought I'd take part in the uh, Game Pass roulette this time and I actually found the controls absolutely terrible, to be honest. Um, it's very frustrating and I'm not very good at doing it first time. But, um, yeah... I just need a bit more practice, I think. It's definitely a, a skill that you need to hone that um, kind of the left and right trigger, and especially when the the kind of the trolley comes around the corner because you completely then lose your bearings on which one is the one you need to scream. Yeah, because every time that I do it, I keep forgetting that you need to do it at both at the same time, and I keep going round in circles quite a lot. <laughs> Amazing. Well, you need to post some of your times in Discord, so uh, let us know how you're getting on. (laughs) Yeah, I I found it really, 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 really difficult. It's a nightmare. I got got told by someone you can put kind of two microphones together and you and a friend can kind of co-op it. So one would be the left-hand person and the other the right, and between the two of you, you can scream. And that just kind of blows my mind. I think you missed my sarcasm there, chocolate. Say that again. I think you missed my sarcasm there. All right. What time did you get? Please tell everyone. So was it was it, it a second and a half quicker than yours? Half a second quicker than yours? Don't worry, I'll be beating that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we'll come to you now, Mr. Fantastic Supermarket Shrieker. Um, Siege, how have you been getting on? Um, I'd, I'd, I'd stay away from competitive. It was just after um, Risky had spoke about it last week. It sort of put a little bug in my head that I wanted to jump back in and see how well I could get on at it. But twitchy first-person shooters are not my not my strong point in any way, shape, or form. But that's such an amazingly well put together game that even if you absolutely suck at it like I do, you still have like loads of fun playing it. Yeah, I I do find it is very much a kind of technical shooter so you have to know the right points and the right angle to kind of just get your gun round the corner and get the shots fired yeah it's very much a case of like your cod players your your battlefield players who are just so used to this not even being under the scope for three seconds and they're firing off four or five headshots that's their like perfect game but just for the casual shooters it's it can be quite um, stressful popping into the map for all 10-15 seconds and that's you done. You've not even seen the guy and he shot through three different doorways, down a window, round an elevator shaft or something. It's a rather frustrating game for the noobs like us. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely out on 
Rainbow Six now. I uh, I did try the the challenges and I struggled big time with them. I found them very hard. The kind of single player part of it. Yeah, I think I've I think I've managed to run through all the challenges. Not I've not three starred all of them, but the challenges are quite. Um, you think that because there's so many of them, you'll learn quite a lot for the gameplay. But, oh my god, did they leave you so underprepared for the actual main game? Yeah, totally. Totally, but still a good game, but definitely not one for me. I mean, like I feel I said, like I'm going to die through this podcast. I am choking and coughing throughout the whole thing. Just get somebody to have like 999, 911 ready for you when you just go quiet for more than 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm going to need it. <laughs> um, Kate, Borderlands, what what's happening? Has chaotic Borderlands fetish rubbed off on you? I think so, to be honest, because he goes on about it so much that I really need to just sit and actually play the thing. So I'm not too far into the Borderlands, but I think I'm going to end up enjoying it, to be honest. It's a great shooter. and the, the, Which one are you playing? Are you playing one or two? Uh, one. Just the storyline storyline's really good on that. Yeah, I think um, I just need to give it another couple of days yet, because I've obviously no really been in the house so um once i get back into that i think i'll be well on my way with that one too well i hear someone uh, plays it a lot so if you do need a co-op partner i'm sure chaotic will jump in and drop you some legendary weapons it's funny enough i haven't actually played the first borderlands i've played the pre-sequel and i've played two but i've never actually played the original borderlands games oh wow i may actually need to drop in and run through them power level up I do quite like it, to be honest, though. It's, it's just one of those games that you could end up obsessed with, which obviously Chaotic is. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found it difficult when I, was, when I ran through it back in the 360 days, trying to find the gun or the fire rate you wanted on a gun with the right type of kind of uh, element, whether it was um, ice damage or incinerary or, you know, whatever. Trying to find that perfect weapon was such a pain in the backside. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm finding that just now because I quite like like um, how like magazine kind of shooters, and you don't really get that. So yeah, I need to probably work through it a bit more. Yeah, it's it's really hard to, to find your perfect weapon. It it's going to be a nightmare. And then what will happen, you'll find that perfect weapon and you'll be 10 levels above that weapon. And, you know, by the time you need a, you know, a gun at your level, you'll just be picking up these weird random pistols or sniper rifles that you don't like using whatsoever. It sounds like uh, division, to be honest. To, to be fair, yeah, it it really does. We've, uh, thank God, not played it too much this week. So we yeah. don't need to talk about... The nightmares of the division. <laughs> That's true, but we're where we need to be now, so it's fine. Exactly. World Tier 5, baby. World Tier 5. Um, myself, I've been playing Inside. So that was the Games with Gold for this month, I believe. Um, and that game really just drops you in... Well, just drops you in the game. Slap bang in the middle. No kind of storyline to start you off. You literally drop in as a character or as a young boy running away from um, 
what I can from what I took from the game um, from like body snatchers or people who are rounding up village people, throwing them in a truck, and that game artistically looks really nice. It's kind of it's from the guys who did Limbo, so it's that kind of fadey black and white um, aesthetic. But the gameplay is really really good looks nice plays nice some of the puzzles are so frustrating it's um it has been kind of driving me mad have uh, have you guys touched that game yet no i've not been near it yet i must admit like as much as visually it looks like it's a really interesting design that they went for it's just not my type of game in the slightest well it's got that puzzle platformer element to it so i remember last week you saying you're not a big platformer guys so I mean it's not too platformy to be fair but I don't know from what I've played of it I think I'm an hour deep maybe two hours and it's it's alright I've enjoyed it I think the game's only about four hours as well that's not too bad at least maybe more far you jump in near the end of them is, it, is that in Games of Gold all month or is that the, the halfway stage one I can't remember. I think it's the halfway one. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, t- definitely take a look and see if you can uh, pick it up. Nice. It's worth it's worth a shout. Nice. Um, we'll come back to yourself, Chaotic. Shadow of War. How are you getting on with that? Um, I've, I've must admit, at this point, how many hours I've put in it, I've only just sort of scraped the surface of this one. But uh, very similar to obviously Shadow and Mordor with the same gameplay mechanics. Um, I am looking forward to obviously building up your army and seeing how that translates into the later part of the game. But um, with the, with the exception of games like um, Return of the King and Battle for Middle Earth, the RTS game, probably my favourite Lord of the Rings style of game that they've produced so far. Does this still have the the same one as Shadow of Mordor, where it's the oh, I can't think of it. You kill a boss. The nemesis then, system. Yes. Yes, thank it you. still has the exact same system. That's good. I remember playing. I think Shadow of Mordor, and I couldn't defeat a boss. And I think I tried him two, two or three times, and my playstyle was very, very bland, very samey, very direct, and he murdered me every single time, and I just couldn't defeat him and. By then, I was kind of out. So he remembered my move set or how I would kind of attack him. It was uh, it was very tough. I mean, it's quite good the fact that there is so many different um, like attack mechanics in it. So obviously, you've got your range, your stealth, your just direct assaults head on. You can then do like stealth attacks where you like jump over the top of them and get them from behind. There's the obviously the mounted type um, attacks you can do. So the caragors and the Grog, Groggers, I think they're called. The big, massive, giant type things. The fact that certain bosses have, or are scared of them, or they become enraged when you they see sort of. There's not very many bosses where they're all exactly. There's not many that have exactly the same pros and cons, so it keeps it nice and fresh. So you're not feeling like it's a slog going through them all. No, it's definitely good. I I remember Mordor did feel a bit of a slog, even though. I probably didn't put that many hours into it, which is, I suppose, shameful on my part, but, yeah. But, I mean, 
they're great games. What what they've done with like Mordor, and obviously you see a small part of Mordor in the films, um, like one straight line basically from where they come into Mount Doom, and that's really all you see. What they actually managed to do with Mordor and open it all up, so like, it was quite surprising to see like there was as much as there was slave encampments for humans, there was still humans living in Mordor. You never really associate. Like the human element of Mordor, you just automatically think like orcs and things like that. Um, so seeing like the different regions that they put out within the grander area of Mordor was really quite interesting. Oh, excellent. Maybe a game I'll jump into, but who are you can you've got the patience to sit down and game that sort of game. <laughs> That's totally true. Totally exactly. True. There's nobody to carry you through it either. So. Well, yeah, I did. that poor person would have a broken back, leg, arm, the lot. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like that's very true, yeah. <laughs> hey, right, uh, Kate, Pokemon, let's go. How you been? Yeah. Uh, how you been going? Excuse um, the pun. <laughs> yeah, so I decided just to jump back into this one because I've not quite finished it as yet. Um, I was up at my mum's at the weekend, so I just wanted to take my Switch with me and kind of just have a go at trying to finish it that didn't happen but um i'm almost at the end now so i'm looking forward to getting that finished um i wasn't really much of a pokemon player for like game boys and stuff so um the last one that i had was like uh, diamond and pearl for the ds but uh, i do quite like this one everyone knows on the show how i feel about pokemon um and my knowledge of Pokemon. So you say you're going back to collect the last few bits and pieces. Have you found that it's very much kind of fetch quest is not the right word, but kind of toing and froing and going back to another area just to finish off the whole game? Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty much going back in the around in the circle now. But um, like I said, it's probably the first one I'm probably going to finish. So. Um, just like I think it'll be quite good to have the feeling of finishing that one now. I suppose the most important thing is as long as you're enjoying it and you've done it and you're enjoying going round and collecting them all off. That's the main thing. Yeah, it's like I still play um Pokemon Go as well, but I haven't linked it up and I don't really want to link it up. So, um, I'm just gonna keep them separate for the time being anyway. Uh, you've just blown my mind by whatever you've said. Um, <laughs> I will swiftly move on to one of my other games I've been playing. So I I did a really bad thing and bought the Nintendo Switch. You know, you can buy that voucher thing. It was a good move, Chocolate, don't lie. Well, I feel it was a good move. My wife might disagree with me. She doesn't need to know. It's fine. Well, this is true. I've, I've kind of blacked out the credit card so she can't see. <laughs> um, so I... I purchased Mario Deluxe and I also bought Marvel Alliance 3. So wait, I think this was at the beginning of the week, just after the last podcast, episode 60. So played a little bit of Mario Deluxe and oh my God, I was looking for that Super Mario, Super Mario World game that I've been craving and this is it. It's got the feel of Mario World. It's got Yoshi. It's got everything that I've missed from that kind of N64 era. Um, and it looks 
it looks great on the Switch. Um, oh my god, it's frustrating. And like stupid frustrating because it's brought in. I don't know whether the Mario games previous. So my last Mario game was Super Mario World. My newest one is obviously this one. So I I'm not used to this kind of bizarre, weird camera floating aspect that it has on some levels. Um, I don't know if you guys have played any of the Mario's in between. The last Mario I played was what was that one that you just had to Mario Odyssey yeah okay. I've got that as well so I've I not... played, played that one and then I think the last Mario I had played before that was probably Super Mario 64 I've got um, Super Mario Odyssey and I've got the Mario vs Rabbits one and I'm stuck on the final boss with that one but um, I haven't played too much Odyssey yet either so but th- that does that bizarre, weird camera thing, doesn't it? Where the camera kind of moves, comes in, comes out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, pans in, pans out. Yeah, so that I'm finding, at times, a little bit frustrating to get used to. So is this so is this one very... Like, so is it any sort of similar to the, like the Super Mario's from like the SNES and things like that? Yeah, so to me, what I would class as the proper Mario, old-school Mario yeah. games, that's the feel and the enjoyment I'm getting out of it. There's like some very bizarre power-ups. Such as? Power-ups that you get. Um, But yeah, to me, this is what the old... That's the feeling I get from it. So if anyone was looking to get kind of that old Mario feel, this is the game you need to pick up. Um, So if I can tear myself away from Football Manager for the New York trip, this would be a good recommendation. Definitely, and and I'd even say you know jump in for that uh, voucher and pick up too. So I had, I think I had thirty pounds worth of credit on my Switch because I traded in Zelda, uh, <coughs> and um, yeah, you know I paid hardly anything to pick up two fantastic games. It's a very taboo subject, isn't that that trading in Zelda? Yeah, it uh, it kind of took a took a mind of its own uh, through the community and uh, I got some very stern words pointed at me. Um, and even recently, you know, a few people are saying now they've jumped back onto it. So Zelda's supposedly good. It wasn't for me and that's the end of that subject. <laughs> I, to be fair, I don't think it's very for me either, to be honest, because I've tried to play it so many times and restarted the game and I still get stuck. So, it's just me though. This is going to like probably ban me from Cross Atlantic for the rest of the days, but you know, I've never played a Zelda game. Oh. To be fair, this is my first one. So. Never played a Zelda game. Old style <laughs> Zelda I played. And I, I nope. don't think I played it for no. a long time. Kind of the old Game Boy game where you had to like swish your uh, sword in the, in the bushes. But other than that, I haven't really delved too deep in Zelda's. Um, chaotic. We're going to jump to you. The uh, the t- it's the Turing test, isn't it, or not the turning test? Turing test. Yes. Yes. So basically, a puzzle game, very much like Portal. Um, certain boxes do certain things. Certain switches set off certain bridges. X, Y, and Z. Then you've got to make your way through all these different rooms whilst going against this sort of rogue AI type thing. Um, brilliant, brilliantly done. 
great atmospheric music. Uh, the voice actors who are in it are really, really good as well. Um, I think it's it's the the story of it is basically off the planet now. Oh, is it Mars or Saturn? <laughs> oh, total mind blank. Basically, you're on a planet. I can't remember which one it is. Um, you've got there, you're working your way through this thing, and the, the AI is basically trying to turn you against the rest of your crewmates. Um, saying, like, if obviously the Turing test was is designed to dis- decide if an AI is a proper AI or if it's too human-like and things like that. So the AI is trying to convince you that it's more human than it that you're giving it credit for. Um, brilliant game, really good puzzler. Um, really frustrating at some points because they, they are. I mean, they say that like it's obviously it's only simple if you know the answers. But when you then see the answers, you go, "Oh God, how the heck did I not work that out by myself?" So and what's this on PC or? No, Xbox? this is uh, Xbox. It was. Uh, I'm sure it's in Game Pass. Okay, I might check this out. I've it, heard people talk about it, but I've never... It was uh, Games With Gold, I'm going to say maybe two two and a bit years ago, maybe. No, I want to say I've got it then, because I normally pick up all the Games With Gold. When but... it first came out. Um, but honestly, really, really great game. Maybe not quite as good as Portal, but very similar sort of idea. Okay, I'll... Um... I'll check it out and see what uh, see how I find it. Um, have you got anything to add to that one? Um, no, like, see, if you're a fan of Portal or if you're a fan of these sort of, like, I don't always say, like, moving block puzzles because there's not really much of that, but it's things that require you to move certain aspects to gain access to other parts and X, Y, and Z, then I'd say this is one of the best of that type of genre. Okay, that sounds good. And the final game I've been playing is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. That game visually is so good and so crisp. Um, I'm so pleased I bought it. I, I've got one gripe about the game. And it's... it's um, You have to do some like synergy moves. So it's certain parts of the game. It asks you to kind of break out of a cell or... To defeat a boss, you need to do like a double power move with another one of your teammates. And trying to do it on the switch is really hard. So you have to hit two buttons to do your one power move with your with your person you're controlling. And then you have to press A for your teammate to join and do this super power move. Do you think I can get these controls down? It sounds simple enough. Cannot get this control down at all. Um, See that system when they had it on the the three sixty when I played it through was um, it was like pulling off. I mean, I remember when I was playing it. Um, I was always I used to always call Iron Man, and my best mate used to always call Captain America. So like it was like the uni um, the uni beam off the center, a cap shield, and then it was like an area and effect type of move. Oh yeah, um, and it looked awesome. It was so easy, like work out how you're doing it I can imagine on the switch because obviously the buttons are tiny as it is to try and get all of that done and for the fact you're having to do both characters pretty much simultaneously to make it work it's probably not the best thought out design maybe maybe like a sort of an LT and an RT at the same time would activate it that would work better 
Yeah, so I, I mean, I can't remember what it was like in the 360 days um, playing that game, but on this one, you have to hit, I think it's ZR and then the Y, and that does the move for that person. And then, like I said, you press A, and that's meant to bring in your companion teammate to do their part to help that move. And I just can't lock it down. The characters are all bunched together. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's a tricky one because, like, that sort of game also because you've got is it the same as the old one where there's four on a team every time, yeah. Yeah, so four in a team. You use your D pad um, to switch your characters round if and when need be. I just I think that's like really ambitious for what they've tried to do on that one. Yeah, I mean, like you said, kind of maybe hitting two shoulder buttons might have been easier. Um, possibly pressing, I don't know, kind of pairing up like syncing your players together by maybe pressing a i don't know double tapping a or something or moving the um not the shoulder buttons the d-pad to say i want these two characters yeah so you're like highlighting the two that you almost want to do yeah exactly and then that brings up your synergy move or your power move and off you go um this one feels a bit clunky um i think risky mentioned it as well that he found it Slightly difficult. I mean, I must admit the the cast for like obviously the amount of people that they they've got to begin with, and then adding in the the fact that they're going to be introducing this free character not not three as in the number three, but all the characters are going to be bringing in are free to download. Yeah. So sorry, there's um there's going to be a couple of characters that are coming for free. There are some on the season pass that they've got. So I think Blade, I think there's three coming in that are free. I think Blade's one of the freebies. Blade, Moon Knight, and for the life of me, I can't remember that one. Yeah, I, I don't think it's anyone big. I think Blade's the biggest character that's coming in for free. Um, I unlocked the roster, and um, I, I think I'm on the second boss now. So I I looked on the roster, and you can see that there's another... I don't know, it's... 15 maybe i didn't count them but maybe 15 extra spaces it kind of gave you that street fighter vibe do you remember in street fighter where you had all the other characters yeah i was going to say it does sound very blacked street, out sounded very street fighter ish where you had like your main guys in the middle and then there was like x amount of black boxes at the side so that you could see yeah. the people you still had to unlock yeah 100 percent. so yeah that was uh that was good um but yeah the game's great i'm enjoying it that's my only downside to the game um voice acting's good they do sound like the proper marvel characters um yeah quite happy with it i mean certainly the deal you got as well for that and the the mario game it makes it well worthwhile even if it's not quite as polished as maybe the ones that were on the console i think i paid in the end um I think it was £50, and the voucher's 80 whatever it is. So £80 out of pocket, um, plus using my voucher, the you know the credit I had on the eShop. I think I'm laughing. I get a, a Switch game's 50 quid anyway, isn't it? Yeah, so, so I picked up two AAA Switch games, so very happy with that. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. <laughs> and with that, we are going to get straight into the news. 
Okay, this is going to be a lot of talking for me, so we're going to go very slowly. Ubisoft reveal 116 games will be on UbiPlay Plus, and this story is from IGN. So I'm going to gloss over it. Um, basically, on the the PC service is going to cost fifteen dollars as per month, and it's going to launch with 116 games. Um, you're going to get all the Assassin's Creed games. Um, you're going to get seven games from Far Cry. You're going to get 19 of the Tom Clancy games. There are some big, huge games in this pass. Um, also, you'll be getting Watchdog Legion when that releases. This streaming service will be launched September the 3rd in North America and Europe. Thank God Europe is on par with America on this one. And the streaming service will be coming to Google Stadia in 2020. So that's good. I mean, that's like, as subscription services go, obviously you've got e-access and things like that. That one is by far and away the best value. Like, I know e-access is considerably cheaper, but to have 116 games in your library from, like, obviously not from the get-go, but... Um, and introducing obviously the AAA titles that are going to come along with it—that's amazing value. I think this is probably well. Take out Game Pass; that will probably be the second best, or will be the first best service. Yeah. I mean, by what, far, was that fifteen pound a month? So that would be what one hundred and seventy pound, roughly. One hundred eighty pound. Without doing the math, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. So you buy Legion. You buy Breakpoint, you buy Quarantine. There's you 180 pound because it'll be 60 pound each. Exactly. It's um it's definitely worth the buy. Um, I don't know how the PC players will feel having another launcher. I I'd imagine there'll be a new one. Um, but wait and see. Honestly, I've never actually been on the show when that's been brought up in the news about this whole Epic Games Store and Steam. Mr. PC Master Race players that we have in the community, if that's the sort of thing that bothers you, grow up. <laughs> yeah, I, do. I have I do. to click an extra box to get my free games or my reduced games or my massive catalogue of games. Boo hoo. Well, I don't even think it's an extra box. I think it's just a different, a different button. But never mind. We shall leave them be. Um, one of the biggest stories of the week is a new nintendo switch console so nintendo not happy with launching the nintendo Lite last week have now dropped the new switch so this one is going to be a new model with four and a half hours to nine hours of battery life before it was two and a half to six and a half hours it's going to be the same price as the og model it's going to be launching the end of August um, with this whole new, well, not with the package, but also they're dropping in some new controllers or Joy-Cons, I should say. They're doing a blue and neon yellow, and they're also doing a neon purple and a neon orange. Those will be available on the 10th of the 4th. Well, I say 10th of the 4th. I'll do it the English way. It'll be the 4th of October. And they'll be retailing at $80 as usual. Chaotic, were you going to say something about the Switch? I just think the the neon purple and neon orange are going to look so awesome. 
I'm just, I, I don't know why that, I don't know if they've missed a trick or why they're not kind of doing mix and match Joy-Cons or kind of the Xbox uh, create your own. But I suppose Nintendo and Nintendo and they're like, that's our products. Yeah. Like it or don't. I don't know why they've not jumped on and made like a retro set. So having like, you know, the old, it's like the SNES controller was obviously grey and white. You have it like that sort of idea. Well, the, I've seen that the they've got third parties, so you can get those controllers, um, and they've got the feel and look of the old SNES controllers. That would be awesome. So they they are about, um, but yeah, it's I don't know, Nintendo, their own entity, their own bizarreness. We have another one out for our GTA fan out there. And you'd notice I didn't use plural, I used fan. The Diamond Casino and Resort is coming out. The grand opening is next week, that's July the 23rd, in the heart of Los Santos. Um, This is the new offering in GTA, which lets you basically have a casino, have a resort. Um, It's got a new story mission. Um, Yeah, I saw the trailer for this. The trailer looks pretty good. Um, and it's got that hard card uh, Vegas vibe throughout the trailer. Um, it looks pretty good. So go check that out for any GTA fans. I'm sure you'll be very happy with it. And our final news piece of the week. We are going to end it with Ghost Recon Wildlands Mercenaries. This looks awesome. Kelsey, I'm going to throw this one to you. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. But do you want to take this story? So basically, from obviously what we've got here, um, while you may expect it was off to be all hands on deck on the Ghost Recon Breakpoint game, um, Wildlands support is due to continue with the launch of the new Mercenaries game mode. An eight-player free-for-all PvPvE mode, Mercenaries tasks you with calling for rescue before locating and reaching the extraction point. So just hearing like that first little bit, it almost sounds like they've lifted the dark zone out of division and dropped it sort of any wildlands and re retextured it for this game. Yeah, definitely. I think they've it's as if they've improved on their their own um multiplayer aspect of the game, haven't they? Yeah. They've pinched all the good bits out of the division and gone, Oh yeah, we'll take that as well. So I think obviously the way you do it is like first team to board a chopper, that's you the win. Um, but the way that they're doing it is really quite good. So obviously you drop into the game, you've got no no nothing on you. I think you start off with like a um, a melee weapon, your health and your armor, and that's it. That's all you really have. Um, and you've got to obviously find your loot as you're going along. But the way that you finish, the way to finish the game is you find three different um, radio transmitters, and each time I think it's three. Um, once you find them, you will like triangulate the area of where the chopper is going to come in. So then you have to obviously work your way to... It makes it a lot more... Um, you actually have to be combative. It's not like games like PUBG and that where you can sit at the edge of the circle, wait till it starts moving and creep in. You really need to go helpful in it to try and get to these um, trans uh, transmitters so you actually have a chance to get in the chopper. Yeah, they've done a good job of not uh, not using like a, a circle to push you into the to the fight like in Apex or like, as you said uh, PUBG where you can just wait yeah. and wait to the final minute and then start moving this this gives you a more of a 
a push or push isn't the word to get be first there gives you more of an advantage so i think like the i think this the mode is is obviously free for anybody who owns the game it's not, not charging anybody for it like that. you don't need the season pass uh, it's due to drop on the I think it's dropped. Yeah, I was going to say it dropped on the 18th of July um, as part of an update for the game. And then they're also introducing a rewards program, which people will be able to get access to from or until the 27th of September. And anything that you complete in that will go towards progress and breakpoint. So I would imagine it will be like skins, um, different outfits, things like that that you'll unlock when you first put up um, breakpoint. Yeah, that that was. Um, I think this news story dropped. It was either the day before the actual mode dropped, or it dropped the day of the update. So it was pretty, um, pretty much out of nowhere for uh, for Ghost Recon, which is good. I mean, I must admit, this is as much as I love Wildlands. It's one of these games where you pick it up, you play it for a small block, and then you maybe don't touch it for two or three months. This is the sort of mode that. I think because it is such a, a quick and easy mode to play through, this would be able to grab your attention for a lot longer. I yeah. can, I'm not saying this would be, but I can see like you jumping out of this chocolate for like your Apex fix if you wanted to like move off to something quite a, a wee bit different. Funny enough, I, I'm thinking about I, that I do need to go try this because yeah. I know a few people in the community do play Recon, uh, or Wildlands, I should say. One of the things that are I mention it every time that I talk about this game is just how good a job they've made Bolivia look in this game. It's absolutely stunning. Yeah, that this is definitely. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna jump in next week. That will be one of my games. I promise. Yeah, I yeah. promise. I think I might <laughs> as well to be honest, because it does sound good. Well, there we go. We've already got a twosome. If I can pull myself away from Borderlands, I'll no doubt jump in it. <laughs> you can do it. You can stop at any time, honest. Right, and with that, we are going to jump into the games out this week. I'm going to pass this one over to Super Catrix. So the games out this week is Wolfenstein, which is on the 27th of July, and that's for uh, PC, Xbox and PlayStation. Then we've got uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is coming out on the Switch on the 26th. So that's the brand new games out this week and then coming to Game Pass it's Night Call which is already out and that's on PC um, Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain on which is out as well that's for Xbox uh, The Banner Saga 3 uh, that's also out and that's PC and Xbox as well and then Resident Evil 4 which will be out on the 27th uh, the 25th sorry then Killer In- Instinct DE, which is the 25th as well, for PC and Xbox, and For the King on the 25th on PC. Thank you, Super Catrix. I know there's a couple of other games coming out, um, but those were the games that really stood out for me. So I know there was a PlayStation game. If that's like a really big one for people, I apologise now. As far as I was concerned... Those were the big major hitters for the uh, for the week. So is it all the ones that you would like to play, pretty much? To, well, the, to be fair, there were, were the ones that stood out. Um, Didn't we have as, For the King as a, a Game Pass game a couple of weeks back? 
That was a Game Pass Roulette game, yeah. yeah. I think it's come out to... PC now, yeah. PC now, yeah. So with this Ultimate Game Pass, I think what we're going to see more and more is quite a few games kind of rolling in both. And one either leaving game, uh, Xbox and then one going into the PC one or vice versa, or they'll both be going in. Um, it seems like that's the potential model that they're going to follow. I, I do know they did say they are going to do some exclusives for the PC and some for the Xbox, but I think for the ones that aren't heavy hitters, they're going to go into both. And with that, it feels like it's a very, very short show. I apologise for the shortness in the show. Um, obviously, our our wizard, our leader, Risky, not being here has uh, has hurt hurt me today. It's uh, it's hard taking the reins from him. So I think I'm going to give him the reins back next week. But uh, I guess all I can do now is uh, plug this show up. So. Please go over to iTunes, rate, review. I was going to say subscribe, but you don't need to subscribe. If you're listening, you're subscribed, I hope. Um, you can also head over to crossatlanticgaming.com. You'll find our Discord link, social media, and all the bizarre YouTube content that we sometimes push on there. If you want to come hang out, again, Discord is the place to hang out with all of us. There is a link in the show notes. It's on the website. You can see it pinned to our bio on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, If you'd like to support the show with your hard-earned money, head over to patreon.com slash podcast. You too could be like Chaotic and give us your hard-earned money and occasionally join us on the podcast. So we thank you, Chaotic. I do feel right now that I'm just sort of paying for my seat just now. <laughs> it kind of feels like that. Well, I mean, we did feed you for for a week, so... Well, this is true. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think so you're if you getting want to be your like... money's worth out of that now. <laughs> this is true. Um, so, yeah, you too could join Chaotic and Kate just sitting in our recording studio for a week, just being fed and left alone. I must but say, anyway. this is probably the healthiest Jeeves has looked in the last week. I actually tend to share stuff well. Oh, well, you know, you shouldn't. <laughs> Don't feed animals and things like that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If you have any comments, questions or concerns, please send those into cagpodcast at gmail.com and I'll get back to you. Um, and in closing, thank you ever so much for listening to us this week. We'll catch you next time for an all-new episode. Take care. See you later, folks. See you later. So, who's brought the hotness this week?
So, why do melons have weddings? I don't know, but I can think of something really dirty first. Go. Because they cantaloupe. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> right. uh, today at the bank, an old lady asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her over. <laughs> <laughs> the meanness. <laughs> you didn't wait for the punchline. I think I could have got that one. Okay, I don't know if this one's been done before, but here goes. Um, I was just listening to the radio on my way to town. Apparently, an actress just killed herself. Oh, my God. Who? Uh, I can't remember. I think her name was uh, Reese something. With a spoon? No, it was with a knife. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not been on the show before, but that's about as old as you are, chocolate. What, you're saying that's only 20 years old? <laughs> <laughs> with the rest you know with the rest yeah yeah add another 19 anyway <laughs> guys thank you ever so much for trying to help me sort this car crash of a podcast out and of my life which has been terrible <laughs> i didn't think it was going to be that quick yeah that's what she said <laughs> i know that's exactly. what she said yeah. i'm gonna stop recording because i'm dying here